everyone, and welcome to That Lux Life Podcast. I'm your host, Aisha A.K. Lesh of the petite fashion and luxury lifestyle blog, Living Lesh, where I aim to redefine what luxury means and lead you into living your best life. Each week, I'll be bringing you those tips, secrets, and bits of inspiration that will take you into living your luxurious life without the four-figure price tag. So get ready to live your life in luxury, because guess what? You deserve it. Welcome back to another episode of the That Lux Life podcast. On this episode, I would actually want to talk to you all about a business aspect, especially for those who are launching or have their own small business. Over the years, I have helped other influencers, creators, and even other small businesses outside of the influencer marketing space work on their branding. And one thing I commonly see when it comes to um, the influencer business or other small businesses when it comes to growth is when I go back and start asking them questions or reviewing their branding and what their brand is, there are a lot of essentials that they miss when they first set it up. A lot of people tend to think, okay, I'm going to set up my business and I'm going to come up with a name. I'm going to come up with maybe a tagline. I'm going to come up with some colors and a logo, and then I'm just going to run with it, which all of those aspects are great when it comes to your brand. But there are, there are so many more things when it comes to branding and having a full brand that you, you need to include that maybe make, many people don't actually, you know, remember to do or have, and it ends up hurting their business in the long run. Um, I've helped a lot of people. I'm like, you know what? Okay, let's go back to the foundation. Let's look at your branding. Let's look at your brand overall and figure out what's missing and, you know, what we can change or what we can update or, you know, even I'll go and start asking them questions about their goals and their wants and the image they see for their business. And then sometimes those things that they say, I'm like, well, that doesn't match your brand. That's not where you're going towards. That's not the community that you're building. Like there's some disconnect there that's stunting your growth. When it comes to revenue, when it comes to any small business, especially with influencer marketing, if you are trying to grow and your branding does not correlate, but you're pushing out content or you're trying to create this image or grow in a certain direction, but your your branding and your brand conflicts against it, you're going to not only stand still, but you're going to end up going backwards. So I kind of want to talk in this, this podcast episode about the essentials of, of branding and, you know, building that brand. Now I'm going to keep it very high level in this episode because the fact that building your brand is not something that can completely talk about, or I can give you all aspects of it probably in a, a short podcast episode. Um, there is so much tort that goes into it. And I tell a lot of people that, you know, you need to take maybe at least two to three weeks to fully develop and build out your brand. To be, before you even launch anything on social media, on your website, before anything actually comes out or you start even figuring out a marketing strategy for launching your business, there's just so much to it. And then you're constantly, as you build your brand, there's there's more and more that you're adding on to it even after your initial launch. So the base thing to start with is to understand that 
your brand and your branding is kind of like an iceberg. I like to always say that there's this this iceberg method to it. Um, and we all know that an iceberg, you can see it at the top. You know, it still looks pretty massive above water, but below ground is where a lot of the biggest, uh, the lot of the iceberg is. And that's the biggest thing with your branding is your visuals and what's in front of you is massive. It's huge. It's what everyone's going to see up first. But there's so much more underneath the surface when it comes to branding that you need to work out as a, a business person, as someone who's establishing a brand that you need to focus on and make sure that it all connects and it correlates. So starting at the top of this iceberg, you kind of want to think that above ground you have your logo, your fonts, your colors, the basic things we all realize we need to have in order to launch any business or brand. You have to have that first impression. Um, maybe you have your tagline, but you have to have something that visually is there that someone can see that is recognizable. And then kind of right there where, you know, maybe if on a clear day you're looking down into the water and you can see just below the surface is, um, you know, the iceberg you can see a little bit. It's below the water, but you can see it a little bit is I would say is your community. You know, as a, a business person, as an influencer, a creator, or any other type of small business, you have your your customers, your community, people that are around you that you know, help promote. They're the ambassadors. There's people that are constantly cheering you on. The people who are constantly buying, they're loyal. They can be seen, especially on social media. These people are the people who are commenting. They're chiming in. They are um, sharing stories on their Instagram. They are, um, you know, promoting you. They're doing all of these things to engage with you. So they're seen by other people. And as they're being shared or as they're being seen, you know, maybe brands are coming in or other um, community members are coming in. So that is something else that's visual, but it's a little bit more below the surface. You have to dig it a little bit. It's not like you log on to Instagram and, you know, you see everybody's kind of color aesthetics, their style. But then once you start going into their posts and you start reading what they're saying, you know, you look at the comments, you can see who their community is. Now below, deep in that water, I would say is, you know, your, your biggest things that help to build your brand. That is your voice and your tone. That is the ideal client that you are focusing on. That is the experience that you're looking to give. That is the messaging and your ideals. You know, what is your core values? Um, and what's your overall style? So your style does feed into those visual aspects, but style not only connects to how you look, but also how you go about building processes, how, what, what style you are in delivering messaging, you know, what's your style in connecting with brands or other influencers. I would say style's not just the visual, it's the internal style. It's the way that you move. So when we think about this iceberg, you kind of want to, again, start with, you know, creating that brand, um, starting very, very high level. Um, you know, obviously, say so you start with that brand name. What is your brand name? Then maybe you create a tagline. Then you have these main keywords, especially in the, the web and social media day and age. You have to have keywords. That's what's going to make you searchable. Um, then you have your theme and your color scheme. You have a photography style. You have a recognizable content format. You have topics and a niche that you follow. You have your presentation or your style. Then maybe you have a schedule as well. Um, when we get into these, you kind of want to, again, over and over again, I constantly tell people is that 
anything that comes to your branding needs to be recognizable. When you're walking down the street, you want someone to be able to look up, or even if they're online, I wouldn't say walking down the street. We're all online these days. You're online, you're on social media, someone's scrolling through, they're one of your followers. If they can recognize your style, your theme, you know, what you do, it'll stop them from scrolling and go, you know what, this is someone who I keep recognizing, I wanna engage, I wanna connect with. It needs to be recognizable, memorable, and searchable. Biggest things with branding, recognizable, memorable, searchable. We're in a day and age where everything is virtual. If you can't search, if it's not memorable, people are not going to be able to find you and they're not gonna remember that they found you if they happen to stumble upon you. Because it's very easy to stumble upon someone on social media or on the web, but just because they stumbled upon you, you wanna make sure they remember you, that they come back. Um, there's constantly places I see, you know, boutiques where, you know, I, I'm searching through other influencers or creators or people that I've seen and I look at a dress they're wearing and I go, oh my gosh, I really like that dress. And it, I, I save it um, and I go back and I'm like, you know what, I remember this dress that I really like and I want to style it for an event coming up or for a trip I'm going on. And because that brand was so memorable, like that style was so memorable and even some places, these boutiques, a lot of times their 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 logos or their names are memorable and recognizable. That I'm, I'm constantly go back and go. I don't have to go back into my bookmarked posts because sometimes I forget to bookmark posts on Instagram. I go, I remember it. It had this one part, and when I search it, it comes up. Um, again, that's what it comes to those keywords. If I'm searching for things, it comes up. So when you're building your own brand, you want to still keep that aspect. Think about how you search for things. It, how you search for things is probably going to be similar to how other people are searching for things. So just remember how you got to a certain place for a new brand or a new boutique or something new to you and how you went about finding it. And use that same kind of way of how you search to create how someone's going to find you. Now, there's other aspects that you know go into those main keywords, that color scheme, um, your photography style. Um, but I also want to talk about posting. Um, this is a fact I found out about, you know, a couple of years ago is that, um, creators, influencers, bloggers, you know, business owners, um, maintain an 89% retention rate of followers and readers when a posting schedule is predictable, um, or the influencer is very transparent about their posting, um, you want to have these these this schedule for yourself. So if you're a blogger, how often are you posting a week? Um, if you are on social media, how often are you sharing a reel or an Instagram post or a TikTok per week or per month? If you're on YouTube, when can someone expect um, new videos? If you're on, if you have a podcast. How often should a new uh, a listener expect a new podcast to drop? Where should they be looking at it for? They need to know what to expect. If you if people know what to expect in this predictable schedule, they can put their schedule around it. They know when to go look for it. And because if you go to look for something like, you know what, they usually post on Thursdays and they go look for you on Thursday and there's nothing there. Well, on Friday, they've now moved on or they've forgotten. And then maybe if they come back the next Thursday and something's still not there, they may not go, you know what, well, I don't have time to just keep coming back and looking. I'd rather know when this happens um, so I know when to look and when I can go listen or know what's happening. I mean, even for podcasts, they say, you know, try to schedule a predictable, 
um, you know, schedule week to week. And usually they say, try to do it, you know, weekdays early in the morning based off of the fact that people are in their cars ready to open up a podcast and listen to something new. So if you have a podcast that, you know, a new episode that comes up 8 a.m. on Thursdays, you know, someone's going to look, okay, I'm about to get in my car. It's 8 a.m. I know there's a new episode. I really want to listen to it. So on Thursday, I'm going to open up this new podcast episode. I'm going to listen to it. Same thing with blog posts, Instagram posts, TikToks. You know, people are, yes, they're constantly on their phones, but they want to look for content they enjoy at a predictable rate. And people are busy. So they want to know when to look for something. We all make appointments. We all do those things. So that's also part of your branding. A lot of people forget that, that your branding also connects to the schedule. That's all part of your brand. Are you a weekday person? Are you a a, a weekend content um, posting person? Do you like posting in the evenings? Um, And a lot of that also has to do with what time zone you're in. You know, I say I'm a Philly influencer. So obviously I'm posting on EST times. People kind of know, well, she's not going to post probably at... uh, you know, 12 a.m. EST, because that doesn't make any sense, especially because my community is not really there. So you kind of want to, again, look at all aspects of your brand. Um, When you're building your brand, I also suggest to everyone is that before you launch anything, you need to create a mood board. Um, Mood boards, for those who don't know, basically show like shares out your vision. Um, you can go on Canva and create them. You can create them using, you know, a poster board you get at Michael's or another craft store and, you know, cut out things from magazines or online. Um, I like using Canva, just using stock photos, because it's not something you're going to actually publish or put out there. It's more for you to stay consistent. And then also having that mood board as you grow and you start hiring other people or you start bringing independent contractors to create graphics or anything for you, having that mood board is something easy for you to share. Like for example, with me is I have my mood board for my brand. Um, And when I was creating uh, my podcast and I had a developer creating a page for the podcast, as well as all of my digital assets, all I had to do is send over that mood board with all of my colors, my fonts, and, and all of that. And they were able to just go in and create the graphics I needed. When I wanted to have um, highlight covers done, I literally sent my mood board and based off of those colors, they were able to create those graphics to match my visuals. Uh, same thing with um, my book. They did the same thing with, you know, picking out color schemes, my fonts. Um, with my course, all of those aspects as I'm growing in different revenue streams, that mood board has become essential because it allows me to just send it over and for the people who I'm hiring to do the work that they're doing. So you can create one on Canva. Your mood board is typically made up of those visual aspects. Those are your colors. Maybe you have, you usually have, you know, one to two main colors, one to two secondary colors, and then you have maybe two um fiduciary colors. You have your font, you have your header font, and then you have your subtext font. And then maybe you have a third font that's just for, you know, sub subtext. You have kind of a photo visual of this is the kind of aesthetic that I'm going for. You have those aesthetic showing photos. You have your logo on there. The logo font you're using if it's different from your header font. So you have all those aspects to say over, send over so people know what to be doing. Now, as I said, I've helped a lot of people grow in their branding, develop their branding. And there's so much more that goes into it. Honestly, growing your brand and starting your business, whether it's an influencer business or another small business, you know, it starts from defining your niche, 
to branding, to building and fostering a community, to, you know, setting up a, a blog or a website, to then, you know, supporting your blog or website with social media, or if you don't have a blog or website, you know, using social media to build up your brand. There's so much more that gets into it right from the start of building your business before you can even get into how am I going to get paid? How, what revenue streams I'm going to grow, um, um, grow, what process I'm going to have, you know, um, what am I going to do when it comes to managing my finances? What are my business goals? Um, if I'm an influencer, how am I going to pitch? How am I going to get brand campaigns? Um, you know, what other platforms are out there that I can post content before you can even get there. You need to set up your business plan. You need to set up your niche, your branding, all of that before you can even go further and further. Um, so what I do offer, and I'm going to do a little, a very, a very small pitch here of, you know, things that I offer. So the Influencer University, um, you can find that online, is hosted by Living Lesh, um, houses two aspects. You could either get coaching, one-on-one coaching, depending on where you are in your business, or you can enroll into the Influencer Biz course. The Influencer Biz course is a course tailored towards influencers, creators, and bloggers that basically gets into the nitty gritty of running a business. So it's not a course that goes into like just focuses on here's how to generate reels and create amazing reels or here's how to do TikToks or here's how to focus on Instagram. It uh, doesn't just focus on one social media platform. It focuses on the, the nitty gritty and essentials of building a business from starting out with building your brand and establishing your community and growing on social media to understanding and understanding legal when it comes to legal contracts, what essential legal aspects you need to have. We go into business organization, using the essential tools, automating your processes. We go into financial planning and organization, pitching for brand campaigns, how to establish, um, you know, find contacts to even pitch, how to establish relationships with brands to keep partnerships going forward, how to expand your business um, beyond brand campaigns to setting up your team and hiring employees. We get into all of that. It's, it's a lot, a lot of content. Um, so the Influencer Biz course, um, you can search it. You can also find it on my blog, livinglesh.com. Um, if you, it's also located in the description of this episode, the influencer biz course, you can roll in the course, or as I said, there is one-on-one -on -one coaching where I literally offer, um, everything from building your brand, which is something maybe you're listening to here, you want to get into. So I'm going to help you with brand building. If you're past that point, you need a little help with, you know, your pitching strategy. If you're an influencer pitching, I help you with that. There's also a general one. There's different options depending on what your needs are. You don't just have to enroll in one one-on-one -on -one coaching session. You can enroll in multiple ones depending on what you need. Um, but that is my little pitch. Um, so again, if you're listening to this episode and you're thinking about, you know, I need to build my brand. I need to grow. I want to get to that six figure or even start building a, a multi-million dollar corporation. It all comes down to brand building. You have to build that brand first before you're even going to see any type of growth. And if you are at a point where you're just like, something's not working, I'm not growing my community I feel stunted, maybe go back and look at your brand and look at your goals and see if it's fully developed. And even if it is, make sure that all aspects of your brand actually are coinciding with each other. You know, I've said people who haven't had their brand fully developed, some people actually have contradicting 
aspects of their brand that's literally stopping them from doing anything. So I hope you enjoyed this episode um, and stay tuned for some more episodes coming up. We'll be talking more about, you know, building out your brand and being a business owner and running a business. You know, we're also going to go into topics about motherhood, you know, fashion, travel, you know, all of those things that let that Lux Life covers because we are about living our own luxurious lifestyles.